0: So, Kevin, what's the agenda?
1: Are they super weapons powered by teenage angst?
0: No, that's Evangelion. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to What's a Gundam, the internet's best podcast within a podcast where Kevin and I put up with Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Jeremy.
1: And I'm your host, Kevin.
0: This week, we'll be watching episode eight, The Trey's Assassination. Last week, all our Gundam protagonists got together and like, let's do a thing together instead of apart. And that thing is accidentally kill all the pacifists. Yep. Zex Marquis took over a base. No one was like, is this good? And Zex was like, I don't know. And Trey's Custernato was like, history's going the wrong way. I better take over.
1: Yep. Which is why he set up all the pacifists to be killed by the Gunda pilots.
0: He's like, I hate pacifists. We need a war. It's elegant. Lady Un, throw that man out of our plane and then shoot him. Yes. Yeah, I think that's everything. You think they're going to team up now, Kevin? That's your thought? Yeah. Any other thoughts for this episode?
1: Well, it's called the Trey's assassination. I'm assuming they are going to, at least, they are going to team up to try and kill him. I will assume that they will fail, because that would honestly be... Very poor storytelling if they succeeded. Like, it would make sense from a, histori- like a, a realistic standpoint. Of someone
0: starts a war and then he dies?
1: Yeah. Well, someone starts a war, especially with what he did to Hero, with Hero being like, nope, I'm just, I'm going to go kill the man now, right, right now.
0: There's not a set person to take over for him, though. If he did that, I guess Lady Unkid.
1: Yeah. I just meant from a storytelling standpoint, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to set up all this backstory with your villain and it, then and immediately murder him.
0: him. Gundam does like to kill people. I'll say that. But anyway, yeah, we're going to go watch the episode, and we will be right back. All right, so we just watched the Trey's assassination. What did you think, Kevin?
1: I like some of the stuff that happens in this, and honestly, I like uh, how Trey's handles the thing and the fact that, you know, clearly Fei is like, I have honor when he doesn't. I do, I do like that part, but it always annoys me with these kind of tropes of like, Ah, uh, yes, the enemy commander wants to fight me with his yacht. Like, personally, I think it would have been hilarious if he launched the uh, his arm at and That just was it.
0: Burned him to death?
1: No, just crushed him with the dragon head.
0: <laughs> I feel like Wufei's the overkill guy. I feel like he would crush him and then burn. And bur- and
1: crush- yeah, and then, bur- and then light the room on fire. All right, I think he's dead now. And just getting a shot of ghost trays being like, holy shit, I didn't think he'd actually do it.
0: Now, now, Kevin, that's how you get cyber trays. You don't <laughs> have to fight cyber trays, do you? Then he'll have a cool arm that just keeps clinking together. Yeah, it's a pretty decent episode. That fight at the end has always a little bit bugged me, too. It's very 90s in a way that I have some difficulty explaining. Mm-hmm. It's very like the stakes aren't real. This is yeah. popcorn. And Gundam is usually not that. Gundam is usually the series where the guy will be like, no, I'm just going to burn you to death. But I think this is important to illustrate the difference between Lady Un and Trays. Yeah. Where Lady Un is like, "Oh, blow them all up. And Trace is like, an honorable sword fight. Yes. Next thing we'll have an honorable mobile suit sword fight.
1: Yes. One of the things I was laughing at as the move that gets Wufei killed is he jumps onto the ceiling to do a drop slash onto Trays, And I'm like... And Trey's, all he does is, like, take a half step to the right and dodge the sword, because when you're a good swordsman, that would be the easiest thing in the world to dodge. Like, dude, you fell from 10 feet up. Like, sure, that has a lot of power, and if I had tried to block it, it wouldn't have worked, so I didn't. Like, I, I just moved slightly, because you know what you can't do when you're in midair? Change your
0: trajectory. Yeah, this is not a mobile seat. You do not have vernier thrusters. Yes. We have a new, like, hey, this is the status quo segment. Yeah, finally. Where they're like, hey, the Gundam's attacked, um, so Oz, t- pretending to be the Alliance, took over.
1: Not my Commander dirigible.
0: <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> command dirigible. Again, it's very Batman yes. animated series, this, this show. I
1: like Zeppelins. I really do. So, like, as much as it sounds like I'm making fun of it, I really do like the idea of the steampunk combat Zeppelin.
0: Yeah, and I make fun of it, too, but, like... I say Gundam Seed is one of the most important cartoons like or series I've ever watched. Batman the Animated Series is probably more important to me. Mm-hmm. Those poor pacifists. Yeah. He was so smug about it, too.
1: Yep. because well, he thought he won, which is when you are most vulnerable.
0: Uh, so it's night now. It's not just sundown. And mobile suits are still attacking the Gundams. Wufei punches a hanger to rip it open.
1: This is the part that makes absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah. They see a bunch of infrared lasers and like, ah, oh, they have wired their carrier with bombs
1: well it's they've wired the ceiling of their hangar with bombs
0: yeah i I don't understand what they were trying to accomplish at all the gundam's run in. there are a bunch of explosions it looks like wufei's running through a fire the carrier somehow (laughs) still take off through this yep
1: which is really the part that doesn't make any sense
0: meanwhile the sandrock the death scythe and the winger looking sad and duo summarizes the end of last episode where they screwed up and played into trey's hands Hero is kind of writhing in anger about it and anguish. They're like, hey, we should go after trays." And they start arguing about it. And Catcher's like, hey, we, we've always done surprise attacks. The enemy has the advantage now. We can't just go after him. And Dio's like, yeah, that's true. I am a stealthy Gundam. Some more Leo show up to attack them. Oh, they move to counterattack, except the wing, which just stands there taking bullets.
1: I mean, part of me, I do really li- uh, like the fact that they're like they're firing machine guns at it, and it's like it, my armor's literally immune to small arms fire. You can't do anything to it.
0: You can always get a lucky crit, though. Wufei and Trays have taken two of the carriers, and they are flying off. Troya. Troya, yeah, you're right. Trays is a different character. <laughs> That's the mistake Gundam Battle Assault Two made, where it convinced <laughs> it mixed up those two characters. <laughs> we see Trey's carrier land on a boat. A yep. ship. I know you always yell at me for calling them boats. A carrier. And Lady Ann's like, I ordered Zex to go take over Alliance headquarters. And Trace is like, Good job. He should be able to do that. And she's like, What do you want me to do about the Gundam? She's like, eh, you do it.
1: Yep. It was a real dick move.
0: Uh, she doesn't take it that way. Clearly no. she's a career woman. She's like, Oh, I already had a plan. Cool.
1: Yeah. And she's like really excited, like, Yes, you're giving me my own command. Where, to me, it seems like this is Trey's uh, being like, I have no fucking clue. You figure it out. To me, it leads to Trey's being like, well, clearly you brought it
0: up because you have an idea. So. Yeah. So, that do that, that idea. does make sense. They have completely taken over the new Edwards base. Oz has. And Lady Uncaused, someone else, and is like, hey, uh, activate the self-destruction missiles. <laughs> the self-destruction devices in the missiles, I guess. And the one of those guys is like, hey, what about our allies? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. You can do it. Yeah. And what I was like, hey, it's kind of an overkill. Destroy that entire base just to kill five mobile suits. Also, his
1: face just like the horrible underbite just throws me off. Like it's one of those like gag character kind of faces that like everyone else is pretty realistic. And then here he is with uh, the super underbite.
0: There's lots of bad face animation in this episode. The main characters are pretty much good. Every character who has a model sheet is pretty much fine. But, like, the forces that are with Sally in a minute, those all look terrible
1: to me. Yeah, so going back to the self-destruct thing on the missiles, one of the things that kind of bothers me about that is that is not how the self-destruct thing on a missile would generally work. Like, you would not want your missile to self-destruct and detonate. Like, the self-destruct would make the missile inoperable, not detonate the missile in the middle of your base.
0: I suppose there's a very outside argument for we want to have a self destructive ace for our base, so we'll just make it one of the missiles. But
1: what would have made more sense is like override the like the hangar thing. So like you're just firing the missiles into at the hangar. into the hangar, causing yeah. them to explode. Just a little nitpicky thing of like why would you want your missiles to self destruct and detonate when you just want them to become inoperable?
0: Yes. So speaking of Sally Poe, she's on a plane and has nowhere to land. And she's like, oh, man, there's more chaos than there should be for just a Gundam attack. Remember her from the hospital? Yep. And they're like, we've intercepted an Oz transmission. They're going to detonate all the missiles at New Edwards.
1: No! And
0: she's like, we've got to land and stop them. We'll land on the sand. That seems fine. Get to the Oz people about to activate the missiles. They
1: acquire target lock on the self-destruct again.
0: Oh, Okay. Again, the translation for this is not great. I wonder if the original was that they were just going to shoot the missiles into. Maybe. Although that doesn't really make sense with the way it goes. Yeah. He's about to push the red button when Sally Poe and the Sally Squad shows up. And look at that guy on the left (laughs) in particular. (laughs) He's he's like, I'll do it, man. I'll do it. The guy next to him is just kind of expressionless. She gets animated. And then the next guy is Sir Derpy (laughs) Face.
1: Yes. Um, also one of the things I realize in an actual military base, you do not stick all of your missiles in one central location because then all somebody has to do is blow up that location and you lose all your missiles.
0: But it's too late. They press the red button and it's going to explode in 10 minutes. Yep. And like, there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Kira Yamato doesn't exist in this universe.
0: It's true. No one is that good at computers here. Have you seen computers in this universe? They just spit data at you and you have to deal
1: with it. In scrolling text, even when I tell it not to scroll, it just continues anyway. It
0: tells you how to uh, install Photoshop when you're trying to look (laughs) at heroes' medical records. (laughs) But Sally's like, you know, there's one person we couldn't kill if we wanted to. It's the pilot of this Gundam that I'm interested in. I had him spread eagle, tied up once. Yep, he seemed hot. (laughs) He's young, it's good. I like him young. Get to the death type destroying some Leos, the Sandrock helps. But the wing is still just sitting there. And he's like, yeah, I think your friend's heroic BSODing. We see Ataros just shoot it with the giant cannons and it goes flying and his seatbelts apparently don't work because he slams right into the monitor and just slides down. Yep. He's so emo, he's willed his seatbelts not to work. (laughs) Sally gets on the intercom. It's like, hey, hero. I know you're out there. They're going to blow up the base. I know you can escape because your Gundam can fly, but I want you to stop the explosion. You trust me, right? That person who tied you up in a hospital?
1: Does she even say her name?
0: I don't think she does. I'm not sure. Maybe she does in Japanese.
1: Because I know sometimes you refer to yourself or your speaker, and it like it doesn't get translated well.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, Catcher's like, yeah, she's right. This computer readout that just showed text that me told me. It's going to blow up everything in a 300-kilometer radius. And Duo's like, uh, let's get the hell out of here. And he's like, it's going to blow up in 10 minutes. We can't move that fast. Only hero who can turn into a plane can so hero turns into a plane after his gem on his Gundam shines for some reason like yep. he's gonna do a super laser attack. <laughs> yes, this is not G Gundam though or Iron Man do is like hit you coward and catch it's like nah, he's just flying to where the missiles are
1: also, I want to point out you are not a coward for running away from a bunch <laughs> of missiles exploding,
0: especially since I think the implication is supposed to be that these are nuclear
1: yeah, three hundred kilometers is uh like. No amount of conventional missiles would cause that level of destruction in a concentrated area. Like, you could destroy 300 kilometers worth of stuff with, like, you know, a couple thousand ICBMs all hitting the area in, like, a pattern. But, like, them clustered together isn't going to make the explosion bigger.
0: And Trey's will later talk about damage to the environment and pollution. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's the implication. Yeah. Then he turns back into a robot and decides to beam saber the missile bay so he can get in.
1: Yes, because they are still coming through.
0: It's not very well animated, but there is some cool animation of like the melting metal dripping down into the missile bay. Yep. So then Hero just drops straight down in. Yep. Very slowly.
1: Or without his left wire.
0: Which probably wouldn't reach, to be fair. Yes. And he's like, failure means death, but I'm not going to give up yet. And then he Batman grapple swings.
1: To the ground, leaving the grapple forever in the missile bay.
0: I'm not sure how he gets out. Uh, he has a radio, and Sally tells him that, hey, if you disable this one missile, it'll disable all of them. That's how missiles work, right?
1: Well, because their self-destruct mechanism is set up to destroy missile 304, and then that one will trigger all the other ones, because that's also how missiles work.
0: Speaking of missiles, I forgot the Sandrock had them, but it blows up some of with them.
1: Yep, Duo secures a couple of carriers. And God, that, why did that feel so choppy?
0: Uh, there's just lots of bad animation here.
1: Yeah, just for whatever reason, that frame of the Sandrock moving felt so bad.
0: And Katra, the uh, kind one, is like, hey, get one here ready for Hero 2. He's probably low on fuel. Yep. And Katra's like, he's only got a 10% chance of uh, doing this, according to this computer readout, I guess. But he but, can do it for sure, because 80% of the time, it works every time. And the soldier, list, uh, Major Sally, are like, I don't think he can do it. And she's like, well, what do you want us to do? I believe in him. He's over there. We're over here. Like, what else are we going to do?
1: Yep. I mean, it's the same thing with like duos just kind of like chillaxing in the cockpit of like, well, I couldn't get out anyway, so like, I might as well put my dress in him because worst case scenario is we die or I would have died anyway without it, so not really, you know, much use on waiting on it.
0: And she has this odd line about how she wants to brag that she knows that guy who turned off some missiles because she tied him to a cross at once. Hero climbs into the missile, disables it, everything's good. He almost has two full seconds left when he does it, too. Mm hmm. Katra and Duo wave at each other as they leave. And is like, hey, that was actually impressive. Good job, Hero. Hero jumps really, really high and gets back yep. to his Gundam. He only has like a 60-foot vertical. You know, it's fine. Then he yells about how he screwed up the mission so badly. The
1: first step to solving your problem is admitting that you have a problem, which he does. So, you know, good for you.
0: Cut to Trace's yacht, where Lady On is like, hey, I failed. And Trace is like, well, how did you do that? I'm surprised. You don't usually fail. Yep. What was your plan? She's like, oh, I was going to blow up a bunch of missiles and self-destruct the base. Crazy's like, ah, what went wrong? They're like, uh, the Gundam stopped them. He's like, ah, we'll have to thank the Gundams. We'll have to think, send them a nice fruit basket then. And she, he's like, there's only so much Earth. We can't just go polluting it and blowing it up. It's super easy to kill people. So we have to, like, not do that all the time. Yeah. And he's like, hey, also read, like, our book, you know, like, our
1: handbook. Yeah, he's like, you need to learn more about Oz. Aren't I the second-in-command? Shouldn't I know more about Oz anyway?
0: You would think. Cut to Noin. Speaking of second-in-command girls, he's just on a motorcycle. Brooding
1: on a motorcycle. Looking super cool. He's
0: like, the Brigadier General's a tenacious man. He's not going to uh, surrender. I hope he's a hateful person. Otherwise, Zex might not want to murder him. Yep. We see his base, which is just a castle with a bunch of guns on it. And he's like, I'm not letting Oz come one step closer to this base. Um, and then Sex Marquis is like hey, I am Batman.
1: <laughs> he's like, Yeah, your security's pretty good.
0: It's like, but if your people were even careless for a moment, then Batman would sneak in. See this mask? I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, except I'm not Batman because I have a gun.
1: No, I'm alternate timeline bat I'm uh, Batman's dad when he's Batman and he uses guns.
0: He's like, You were always cautious around me in the alliance days, so I thought you might know my secret. And he's like, hey, I didn't want to do things. The Alliance just said, hey, we have to blow up the Saint Kingdom. It wasn't like I wanted to do that. And Zex is like, uh, that's bullshit. You, you knew that they weren't going to resist. You're the one who put together the plan to attack them, hoping that it would silence people who were opposing the expanding military power of the Earth Alliance.
1: Yep. It was like you personally led the team that caused its destruction.
0: Not caused its destruction.
1: You personally led the team that uh, killed the royal family.
0: Yeah. And burned down their castle. We get some flashbacks to the castle burning down. There's a big family portrait that's burning, and we see get a close up of a blonde kid as Zex goes in front of him. And the guy's like, hey, Miliardo piece crap." He goes to grab a gun, but before he can get it, Zex shoots him.
1: I really wanted a defenestration by gun here, but <laughs>
0: just him fly out the window. Yeah, he's fly- not Lady on He just he just regular shoots people.
1: Yeah, not necessarily even fly out the window. Just like he shoots him, he staggers and it, falls out the window.
0: Yeah. And Zex says, rest in peace, Miliardo Peacecraft.
1: It's like bitter and hateful Miliardo Peacecraft. Like he's like, I'm, this is the time to bury my past kind of thing.
0: Got the lady on on the sh- boat who's like, what do I not understand about trays? I'm his second in command. I must understand. And one's like, hey, there are two um, carriers coming in that want to land. There are Ares carriers. The guy's like, yeah, go ahead. Let them. And then Lady On's like, wait a minute. What base did you say they were from? Like, uh, I don't know. New Edwards. It's like, you idiot. Those are enemies. One of them, nine eleven, straight into a boat. That's how you can tell this was made in 1995. Yep. The other one is heading for the ship Lady Un is on. She yells to shoot it down. Doesn't but- really work well because uh, the ship is
1: already crashing into you. Not honestly much more you can do at this point.
0: Uh, but was like, eh, I'm almost out of fuel. It wouldn't cause a no- big enough explosion anyway, so I'm going to go get my Gundam. Which seems like maybe what you should do anyway.
1: Yeah, it was like the implication being that if you had more <laughs> fuel, you wouldn't
0: have got on your Gundam. That's okay. I can just take out this one chip. That's fine. I don't need to live anymore. So the heavy arms emerges from the explosion, because as previously stated, Gundams are invincible. Mm -hmm. Lady O's like, use Leos. That always works. Bunch of Leos get blown up. Apparently he kills 20 of them.
1: That's what we're led to believe. That's what they say. We see him kill at least eight of them. And she's like, what's your problem? Throw him into the sea and we'll kill him
0: with the underwater mobile suits.
1: (laughs) Get him with cancer. I specifically get him with the cancer, not cancers, plural. So I just <laughs> like the idea of throw him into the sea. We'll
0: kill him with cancer. <laughs> anyway, Trey's ship is leaving, but we see that the Shenlong is emerging from the other exploded carrier and is going after it. And they've already lost 70% of their Leos. But they can't use the Ares because I presume the launch mechanisms will be targeted.
1: They say elevators, which makes sense. And there's some uh, machine guns firing into the sky to make Lady Un look more dramatic.
0: They're like, hey, Lady Un, their Gundam's still attacking. He's like, I told you, throw him into the sea. Just do it. And you're like, okay. (laughs) I I definitely love the, uh,
1: just throw him into the sea. Fucking how? That's like just telling me, just win,
0: damn it. They do at least kind of have a plan, which is that he is in the catapult line, so they're just going to launch a Leo at him. And apparently the heavy arms is too slow to get out of the way.
1: Flying tackle. I mean, if it's in the catapult line, that actually does make a lot of sense. It seems like it's moving kind of slow, but there's almost no way that the heavy arm, especially being the heavy arms, I'm assuming it's not as quick as some of the other ones not being able to get out of the way.
0: So he sees a bunch of cancers and he's like, well, crap.
1: <laughs> Crab.
0: Our Lady Un comes down personally to the deck and she's like, hey, how are preparations? I'm like, hey, with this cool booster pack, this Leo can move like an Ares. It'll be great. For 20 seconds. He's <laughs> like, as long as I can fly over and fight that Gundam, I'll be good. The Shenlong is just jump jetting along boat to boat towards Trays.
1: Steps on one of the artillery platforms and he's like, ah, yes, the yacht. I've made it.
0: But Lady on is after him with her cool jetpack Ares, which also tries to tackle him, but she tackles him into the bridge instead of off the ocean. Yep and then immediately disengages her booster pack because, like Kevin said, it works for about 20 seconds, apparently. But she yells, apparently, on the loudspeaker, like, I'm going to fight you, Gundam. You won't get any closer to my boyfriend. And he's like, a girl? Girls are stupid. They can't stop me. So they fight.
1: Sort of. He's not really trying. Fair. Because he catches her beam sword arm with one of his arms and has the spear and could just stab her right now. Do it. Stab her. Stab her in the face.
0: I do like that he rips off the arm, but yeah, yes, no, he that's great. Her. And he's like, you're stupid and getting emotional. I'm not stupid for not stabbing you. You're a sexist asshole. Not me.
1: Then she punches him in the chest, <laughs> uh, which does nothing because he's like, uh, what did you think that would do? <laughs> was
0: like, Wow. I didn't know the Gundams were so strong.
1: They have triple strength. Myomer.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I, I thought our guys were just idiots. And that's why they kept losing the Gundams. Yep. I had no idea they were actually tough.
1: I like that. And then I like the yacht kind of like pulls up closer and honks his horn. And Trace is like, I shall
0: fight you with my yacht. <laughs> and is like, hey, maybe don't. But he's like, hey, chill. Just watch this cool scenic vista I've prepared for you. And let me fight him. Just watch the sound of music. <laughs> Wufei jumps over to the yacht. Trace is sitting in his chair with his saber, which Wufei can't see, but somehow sees. He shoots his dragon arm onto it, but does not hit him. And he's like, I will gladly accept your sword fight challenge because I'm an arrogant jerk. Yep. And I also keep a sword freestanding in my Gundam. Yep. So he runs across the arm to go sword fight Trace. He's like, ah, excellent. You've activated my trap card. I'm
1: a much better sword fighter than you are.
0: He's like, I'm Wufei. And he's like, hey, I'm Trace Cushionata, that guy you're trying to kill.
1: I mean, they do the kind of honorable touching swords thing, which in a real fight is also very stupid.
0: Wufei is also just all out attacking, where Trace yep. is like actually fencing and Woof-
1: then this is the move so uh wufei after trey's blocks one of his attacks kicks himself up onto the ceiling which from this perspective looks like it's at least 15 feet high and then uh does a spinning downward slash to try and cut trey's in half like if it connected that definitely would have cut all the way through him but trey's does the very smart thing and moves half a foot to the side dodging the blow and gets his
0: sword to wufei's neck and he's like up I win. Touché. Woofee, do it. Kill me. And Trace is like, nah. He's like, fight. it was
1: a good fight. You were actually honorable.
0: I was half expecting you to just murder me with your Gundam. And Woofee's like, I'm going to come back and keep trying. And Trace is like, man, I'm super bored now that I own the world. So that sounds fun. I'm looking forward to it. So Wufe curses and throws his sword into the ground. Trace is like, oh, man, now I'm going to have to get this room replaced and not just the window you broke. And then Woofie gets in his Gundam and just walks into the city. <laughs> yes. A lady is like, hey, why didn't you kill that guy? And Trae is like, eh, he didn't have to get out and fight me. Plus, I figured it'd be fun to fight him in mobile suits next time. He was honorable. I can see why he makes such a good Gundam pilot. Like times we go to fight with his specialty, the mobile suit. You know how Gundams run on honor? Yes. Trader destroys the last cancer, because apparently the heavy arms is fine underwater. Just says to knife things. And he sees the Shenlock just sinking into the ocean. And he's like, hey, sup, did you kill that guy? And he keeps thinking, and Charles like, oh, no, he's emoing. I respect that. Yeah, he's like, I understand the sound of silence. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. I do kind of like the Wufe treys fight. It sucks that Wufe sucks. Yeah. Although I do totally believe he's the sort of arrogant jerk he would jump out of his mobile suit to sword fight Trey's. I do feel like- And he he he's also t- the arrogant hothead who would
1: try a bunch of those moves. Like, I actually, I really like how the sword fight goes. It's that Wufei's like, I'm young and athletic, and Trey's is like, Yeah, I'm smart, so I'm just going to win this fight by barely moving.
0: I do feel like Wufei could just immediately get back in the Shenlong and then try to kill him. I feel like Wufei's the sort of sore loser who might do that. Yes,
1: we were talking about it when we were first watching it, but it's one of the things I both like and dislike about this, where it's like, in reality, especially Wufei, seems like the kind of person who would have just straight up murdered him, or afterwards, like, he beat me with swords. I'm going to kill him.
0: Yeah. Troy would just shoot him, probably. I don't know what a hero would do. Although, it is like the most Wufei thing in the world to me to just step into the ocean and sink while you brood. Yes. So, yeah. Any other final thoughts on this episode, Kevin? Stuff happened, kind of. Yeah. The Gundam pilots split up again, so. They split up, but they split up together. If that makes
1: any sense, they've formed two teams.
0: Yeah. And they'll probably get back together again soon. Do you want to nominate a mobile suit for our mobile suit
1: list? Let's do the Cancer.
0: Cancer, yay! It'll beat some of the underwater mobile suits we have on that list. Underwater mobile suits tend to kind of suck, design-wise, at least in my opinion. I'm
1: aware. I'm also making fun of the fact that there's another... Well, there's another one of the Gundams that I haven't nominated. It's true, I know. So I thought it would be funny to nominate the Cancer because they were at least in this
0: episode. It's true. All the Gundams were in this episode. All right, I think that'll do it for this episode, Then Thank you very much if you're listening on Patreon if you're not www.patreon.com slash last podcast these episodes are released as soon as i'm done editing them instead of months later so kevin do you know what a gundam is yet nope try again next week